0: THE RED DEATH HAD LONG DEVASTATED THE COUNTRY. NO PESTILENCE HAD EVER BEEN SO FATAL OR SO HIDEOUS. BLOOD WAS ITS AVATAR AND ITS SEAL, THE REDNESS AND THE HORROR OF BLOOD. THERE WERE SHARP PAINS AND SUDDEN DIZZINESS, AND THEN PROFUSE BLEEDING AT THE pores WITH DISSOLUTION. THE SCARLET STAINS UPON THE BODY, AND ESPECIALLY UPON THE FACE OF THE VICTIM, WERE THE PEST BAN WHICH SHUT HIM OUT FROM THE AID AND FROM THE SYMPATHY OF HIS FELLOW MEN and the whole seizure, progress, and termination of the disease were the incidents of half an hour. But the prince Prospero was happy and dauntless and sagacious. When his dominions were half depopulated, he summoned to his presence a thousand hale and light-hearted friends from among the knights and dames of his court, and with these he retired to the deep seclusion of one of his castellated abbeys. This was an extensive and magnificent structure, the creation of the prince's own eccentric yet august taste. A strong and lofty wall girdled it in. This wall had gates of iron. The courtiers, having entered, brought furnaces and massy hammers and welded the bolts. They resolved to leave means neither of ingress or egress to the sudden impulses of despair or of frenzy from within. The abbey was amply provisioned. With such precautions, the courtiers might bid defiance to contagion. The external world could take care of itself. In the meantime, it was folly to grieve or to think. The prince had provided all the appliances of pleasure. There were buffoons. There were improvisatory. There were ballet dancers. There were musicians. There was beauty. There was wine. All these and security were within. Without was the Red Death.